0: Tonight. My name's Christian and I'm one of the pastors here and it's my joy to be able to just talk for a few minutes around water bat- baptism and also what these guys are going to be declaring tonight. But before I do that, anybody here ever got a little bit confused? Just give me a wave if you've ever got confused. Yeah, some of you seniors are ser- seriously looking at me. I'm not looking at you Carl in particular, I wasn't. But you know. very get very confused there are many things that i actually don't understand i I don't know about you i can get very confused uh, you know things that i don't understand i I don't understand the law of relativity could somebody explain it to me not now but if somebody would be able to help that i wasn't a great physics sort of person so that was something i never really understood i understand how butterflies come, but I don't really understand how you can have a caterpillar and then it grows into a butterfly. That's amazing to me. I don't know about you. I I don't understand why God would create daddy long legs. What is the purpose of daddy long legs? Can anybody tell me what they're there for? They're like there for a moment and then they're quite nice things, aren't they? You know, as a kid I used to pull the legs off. I know that's cruel. I know it's cruel, but I I don't understand daddy long legs. I don't understand Uh, American football rules. I know Simon's here, but I have no idea what the rules are of American football. Does anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? I have no idea. And I certainly don't understand women. I'm sorry, women. I really don't understand women. Uh, uh, Please don't shoot me, ladies. But, you know, to just get it out there, I have a house full of ladies. I have three daughters and a wife. Your police now I have a wife and, um, and a son, and sometimes we don't know what's going off, me and my son. We have no idea what is going off. And of course, you ladies, you have no, no idea what, what these blokes think. Is that right, ladies? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I get it. There are many things I don't understand. And, and really, pr- primarily, and if you're, a, if you're a, a first-time guest here tonight or you're just on a bit of a journey... I guess there's some things tonight you don't really understand. Why, why would we meet in a church building like this? Well, I mean, this isn't a church building. It's got snooker tables, It's got a bar area. What's all that about? And it can be a little bit confusing. Why are people lifting their hands and talking about Jesus? Why is this bloke getting on the stage and talking about, you know, loving God and whatever? What, what is all this about? And certainly, it might be you come for a family friend or a mate or whatever. I mean, what is all this about? Is this holy water? Have we blessed this water? <laughs> Is it some special water that's come from Rome, from the Vatican, or whatever? Well, I don't understand. What is this Christianity? What what does all this mean? And what I'm going to try and do just for a few moments is just try and take on a little bit of a journey. So for those who are relatively new to faith, this will help you. Those who are Christians, this will definitely help you. And those who have really not a lot of inclination, you're only here under duress, or because somebody invited you and forced you to come along. Hopefully this will help you to understand a little bit more about what we are doing tonight. Let me be clear. This water is not holy. It's just water. No, it's not actually. It's quite nice water actually. This is a swimming pool, paddling pool. So there's nothing fantastic about it in that sense. But water baptism, really, if you want to get the roots of it, I mean, the Jewish tradition was that they would baptize people, but they would do that on multiple occasions because it was a baptism of purification. So they would do that multiple times, people, because they wanted to be purified. But we see in the Gospels, and the Gospels is in... The Bible, the first four chapters of the New Testament Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John we see there was a man by the name of John the Baptist. He was a Jewish man. And John the Baptist, as the name suggests, was renowned because he was baptizing people. And what he was doing, he was calling people out from their old lives, from their sinful lives. And he was saying to them, Repent and be baptized. And people came. Huge crowds of people came and he was baptizing them, not in a pool like this, but in a river nearby on the outside. And that, if I can use this word, good tradition carried on. Because basically we then see in the early church, the the, the disciples were calling people, were preaching like I'm doing tonight, and they were telling people the good news of Jesus, which I'll come on to in a moment. And as a result of people responding to that good news, they would then be baptized in water by full immersion. You may say, well, I've been christened. What's all this about? I've been christened. We get that. There's no problem with that. But actually, the Bible teaches about full immersion. And there's a sense in which when they're going under the water, they're washing away all their old life, all their old sins, all the stuff that, let's be honest, we've all got caught up in. And as they arise, they're coming out new. Now, you may say, well, Christian, that all sounds good, but... I really haven't killed anybody and I've not committed adultery and I've lived a pretty good life. I understand that because I've not committed adultery and, uh, you know, I've not murdered anybody. I've never been in prison. In fact, believe it or not, Paul, I've never been in trouble with the law. Can you believe a character like me? Never been in trouble. I was told off, I don't think my mum ever knows this, but I was kicking a wall down one time and a policeman said, Oi, what are you doing? Stop doing that. And that was the, the furthest I got to it. Mind you, by the way, my brother did set fire to a field one time, and then we scarpered, but that was Lee. But we won't go there. And uh, I don't know what happened there, but we scarpered. Uh, and, I, and I did nick a load of potatoes once out of a field, and I said to my mom, we found them. Well, that wasn't true because we were digging them out. But anyway, you know, you may say, well, Christian, you sound like you've been an all right sort of bloke. Well, yeah, I guess so. But the Bible's very, very clear. The Bible says this, listen to me. All have sinned. And fallen short of God's requirement. Every one of us have sinned. Every one of us have done something wrong. Whether it's big in your mind or small. We've all messed up. We've all got it wrong. And that sin then sticks to us. I just want to do something tonight. Because I've got a t-shirt here. My wife said to me, what are you doing with this? Well, it's my scruff t-shirt. It's what I do some DIY in. You might say, well, it's not going to be very marked then. But that, that would be unfair. It's... This is my DIY t-shirt. It's very marked, very dirty. It's stained. And no matter how much we've put this in the wash, you know all these adverts, you can scrub it on and it'll get it out. It won't. This t-shirt shows you the mistakes I've made. Because basically this one, I'm, I'm pretty sure this one, was grout. And I'd put too much grout on and trying to get it off and then it were everywhere. And I'm doing this, and of course it won't come out. So there's a mistake. There'll be other mistakes here, black paint, where I've had to wipe something off. If I was to reach down into your hearts, there would be many marks like this in each and every one of us. Because we've all made mistakes. We're marred. We're messed up. Some more than others. Because of brokenness. I have a phrase, we're all broken. We might put a nice face on it. Some... They're broken, but they're dressed in an Armani suit. But they're broken. And then there's some broken people who don't have much to put together and they're wearing clothes like this. And we say, oh, they're broken. But actually, you can be wearing the finest of clothes and, wear, and driving the finest cars and still be broken. And young people, some of you guys, you may say, well, I've not lived very long. But there's a lot of brokenness that can happen around young people's lives. And what it does, it's like a T-shirt. It becomes, comes on us and we've all sinned. The Bible says we've all messed up. And you see, the whole point of what's happening here is there are four people who are going to be declaring their testimony, their story, because they recognize they're in need. They were messed up. They were marred. They were broken. But they heard about this Jesus. They heard about the cross. They heard about Jesus because the Bible says that Jesus came into the world to save sinners. It didn't come for good people. It didn't come for righteous people. It came for broken people. It came for messed up people with t-shirts like this. All the stuff of our lives. And let me say there are some sins that are pretty public. But every one of us have got stuff private that we wouldn't want anybody known about. Because we've all messed up. And Jesus came into the world perfect. God and yet laid down his card ahead and became man. And, and history records, not just the Bible, that this man was just incredible. He did amazing miracles, but as, as much as the miracles were great, he brought a message of hope. He brought a message of love. He brought a message to the common man. He got down where people were really at and engaged with people like they'd never experienced before. But then he also offered them, and this is why they killed him, The the religious people of the day killed him because he offered them new life. He offered them life in God. He offered them to forgive their sins. And he did that by hanging upon a cross. This is the message that each of these guys who were going to be going through the baptism have entered into. They have recognized that Jesus is the Savior, that Jesus is the Lord. That they were messed up. They had a t-shirt that was pretty battered and not great. And Bethany, she's the youngest. Why so may say, well, what's a little 12-year-old done wrong? Well, you'd be surprised actually. Just ask mum and dad. Uh, but I was a similar age. And I knew I needed Jesus. And then we've got Mr. Flynn on the front row. We're best not going to his life. He'll tell you it all. Some of your family and friends are here. You'll know it all. But they've recognized that Jesus hung upon a cross and came to forgive their sins. They reached out and took this free gift of salvation. And what a gift it was. But I want to tell you what happened. There was a divine exchange. Nudge the person next to you and say, divine exchange. Now do, do the other side. Say, divine exchange. There are two important words. There was a divine exchange. Because what happened was, as we came to the cross, as I came to the cross, as I am, you come as you are. That's why some people say, I've got to get perfect, got to get my life in order, got to get my finance sorted, got to get my relationship sorted. And the reality is, you can't get any of it sorted. It's only God who can help you to get it sorted. And we come as we are. And I came to the cross as I was. Pretty messed up, needing Jesus, needing the Savior. Knowing that all this stuff was in my life, and some of it wasn't public, but it was there. And Jesus says, "Take the shirt off, Christian. Can I get it off?" I'll tell you what there's an illustration. it is sometimes, a bit of, it is sometimes a bit of a struggle to get it off. Anybody know what I'm talking about? because the enemy will want to keep it on your back. And he offers me this beautiful, pristine this is brand new from America. had to be a deal. No, I'm not selling it, Tom. There's an idea, actually. He offers me this pristine, brand new T-shirt. He says, you know what, you're my son now. I love you. And I'm giving you a brand new start. Yeah, you're going to get it marked. Yeah, you're going to get it messed. Because the reality is we all still do. But this shirt, when it goes through heaven's washing machine, it always comes out clean. It always comes out clean. This is the message of baptism. That somebody has recognized their need of Jesus and they have kneeled at the cross. And they have cried out to God, very often cried out to God and said, Please, will you come into my life and change me? and a divine exchange takes place as this goes and something new comes I want to leave you with three things the ABC so what we're trying to teach our kids I want to teach you guys tonight some of you have heard it some of you haven't it's the ABC first of all you have to acknowledge acknowledge what? You've messed up. The Bible calls it you are a sinner. Doesn't do as a put down. We've all messed up, and we have to acknowledge that we're a sinner. Secondly, we have to believe, be believe, that He is the saviour. We believe that You are the saviour of the world. I've got lots of questions. Listen, I still have lots of doubts and fears, lots of questions. I don't understand why something's happened the way they do. But I believe, Jesus, that You are the saviour. I believe that you are the saviour of the world. I believe that you are in control. And the C is I then confess you. See confession. I confess you as my Lord and as my saviour. You say, Christian, is it as simple as that? Yeah, it is. And a divine exchange, exchange takes place. As you accept you're a sinner. As you believe that he is the Lord. And as you confess him as Lord and saviour. confess your sins and you confess him as Lord and saviour. A divine exchange takes place. I want to tell you is better than an eight-dollar t-shirt. The gift that He gives you is peace like you've never experienced before, love like you've never known, joy like you've never experienced. Sure, you're going to face some challenges, some tough times. Every one of these people who go through these waters, I want to tell you, keep going because this is where the enemy comes in. Has to rob you, comes at you. You just keep going, guys. Keep going in your declaration this evening. It doesn't stop those things happening, but we have someone who we do life with and who walks with us. This is the message of the gospel in its simplest form. I want to leave you with a verse, so I don't want you thinking, I've not given you any Bible verse at all, although it's just come through in the matter of me talking. It says in Isaiah 64, verse 6, I'm reading from the New Century Version, he says this, all of us are dirty with sin. All the right things we have done are like filthy pieces of cloth. You may have done some great things, but in the sight of God, they're nothing. All of us are like dead leaves and our sins like the wind have carried us away. Even your best is still not good enough. There's only one who was good enough. And his name is Jesus. I wonder if we bow our heads for a moment and let me pray for you this evening. I know it's warm. We're going to hear in a few moments the testimonies of these guys who are going to be being baptized. But this-